This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast, where when you can't be in the outdoors, we bring it to you. Okay, it's recording now. All right. Welcome back to the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast. My name is Walt, and I am surrounded by a bunch of gentlemen who play a hooligan sport, the sport of bass fishing. We're talking the yakking for bass. This is the summary episode. This is like the creme de la creme. It all comes down to this. This is the final update you're going to get this year. Um, Well, technically, it's not the final update. But we'll get into that in just a second. But this is the culmination of the Yakin for Bass Challenge. We've got a, a lot of the competitors from the creator content arena. Uh, I don't know if this is like this on your screen, but right here we got Chuck. Right here we got Chase. There we've got Austin. And there we've got Nick. I almost forgot his name. <laughs> I almost said I almost said Adam, and it have been really awkward. Uh, actually, we should just call Nick Adam the rest of the podcast since Adam couldn't join us. And then... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, gentlemen we are it is over it is done it is sealed uh we know who the winners are for the yak and for bass challenge and we're going to get to that in just a second and we're going to talk about uh what the winners have won this year we're going to talk about a lot of things but uh guys i just want to thank y'all because this is year four that all of you guys have contributed to this uh to this event and it has been an absolute blast yeah, man. Totally. I was stoked about this year. It was a lot of fun, man. I didn't fish as much as I wanted to, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You and me both. I didn't hardly get to fish at all. I think, I think, I, I think I may have even fished more than you did. Probably. Yeah. It's kind of odd. It doesn't even feel like year four. I mean, it, it, it still feels like maybe year one or two. They went by so quick, man. It's a lot of fun this year though. A lot of fun. Again, half season fisherman right here and i had a blast i'm still fishing which usually never happens after the tournament <laughs> after the what after the, <laughs> shut up <laughs> it's a tournament 
tournament. The tournament. It's technically it's a challenge, right? You yeah. Have best challenge. That's true. It's a challenge. That's the weirdest <laughs> way anybody says the word challenge. <laughs> I'll refuse to say challenge. <laughs> no, man. I'm with you, though. It does feel like we just started to just kick this thing off. And for anybody who's listening to this, this might not be the best episode for you if you're looking for deer content. We're probably not going to get into that at all in this episode. This is going to be a cool BS session where we can just talk about what happened, talk about the fun that we had along the way. Everybody in this group, I believe, has been a part of this event since day one. Isn't that correct? Except for me. Nick, I've been you weren't in, in it the I first year. I followed along on the, first, on the first one. I kind of followed along and watched it, but then I, I came the second year. But Gotcha. I mean, so yeah. three years in we added a few more creators we're probably going to add some more yeah. next year too i'm really excited about that yeah that'd be cool. good i'd be down yeah. for that fourth yeah. timer here right here right here yeah. right that dude right down there <laughs> <laughs> i'm a uh, Jay, yeah it's it's been really fun man i mean i think the the best part about this is obviously the smack talking the fact that everything feels bigger than it really is you know you come down to the final weekend i go through the tournament I fish like the first weekend, my son goes and gets sick and I literally spend 14 days tending to him. I still have a, like some kind of chest crap going on right now from that. And then my son's birthday party happens after that. They shut down my like best backup lake. The, my very best lake is like it drained three times in the, like the six months before the tournament. So it's all out of whack. And I'm out there trying to scrape together, you know, something worthwhile. And I swear to God, I felt like I had a dude on a boat behind me filming me for like the FWL or like the bass event. It just felt so huge to me in those moments. And it didn't matter, but every cast is like, and I want to be like, Oh, big and Oh, big. And it's like, not nah, it's just bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you had a lot on the line. I did. I mean, I you had, there was a lot of smack talk going on between you and Chuck and yep. Y'all had a lot on the line, so yeah, yeah. Even Adam called you out this year. So yeah, Adam. Was, uh, yeah, it was getting spanked real. me with smallmouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, new yeah. state, all kinds of different stuff. I mean, I, I will. I will say one thing though. I absolutely spanked Parker this year for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> a great job. <laughs> you had 57 inches more than he did, which is a I record did. to beat somebody by a margin. <laughs> Pretty wild, dude. Pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Parker's dumb self went fishing um, and didn't even take his ruler. And so, like, he oh, just fished on. all day. He's like, I caught like six bass that were like 18 inches. I was like, I don't see it. <laughs> I lost 13 fish that were over 25 inches. It was just crazy. It was the weirdest thing. You know? They all jumped out of the yak. Yeah. 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 Right when Chase was trying to measure them and show me. <laughs> I mean, I still, even after that, I've not had a fish do anything until that one time. But it, the fish had been sitting there for a while. Like, I'd already taken my pictures. I'd reach back, I'd grab my scale because I wanted to weigh that fish. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to film this little short video to show Chuck how it's done <laughs> on, on what these fish do. And that fish went to fly. I, the, he flopped out. I didn't even get a chance to uh, weigh him or anything. But luckily, I snapped the photos of uh, how long the fish was well before that. But it, And he had done nothing before that either. Just sat there. <laughs> <laughs> didn't budge nothing the second i start talking it's just bro it starts going nuts and how still, did uh how did that sound together chase Ooh. 
<laughs> yeah, I was, no, I was like, ah! <laughs> I need to hook up. I need to hook my phone up to to this thing and play the reel that he made. That was hysterical. It is so funny, man. <laughs> it's just when that it's funny, and I stopped the video too. I don't even know why I stopped the video when I stopped it, but when that fish's heads up and its eyes are like poking out, it doesn't even look real. Like the fish, it looks like a fake fish yeah. in midair. It looks completely photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have kept filming so you could have seen it flop out of the boat. And this is how Adam lost his phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> See, I had mine. I've got mine leashed to my uh, life vest at all times. So, yeah, for sure. If I go in, the phone goes in. But yeah. if not, then that phone's it's actually funny that you say that, Nick. Because when me and Chuck were fishing, um, I was actually taking a picture of a fish, and Charles was like. Hey man, do you have your phone tethered? I said, no, man, no, no. He's like, oh, come on, man. You don't want to pull another Adam. And I was like, bro, I'm catching 10 <laughs> inches right now. It ain't gonna matter. <laughs> For sure. Those 10 inches are they're aggressive uh, floppers when they get the kayak, man. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Smaller fish do get a little squirrely. Yeah. <laughs> they, yep. I got spiked like six times the one day by them little 10 inches. Oh, I mean, like one after another. Yeah, you just kept flopping around. The one got me twice. You know to the grab them by the session. mouth, right? No, no, I couldn't even do anything. I was defending myself. After it was on the board. <laughs> yeah, I'd already taken a picture. He started flopping through the kayak. I'm just like trying to protect my shins. <laughs> <laughs> the least manly thing I've ever heard described. <laughs> <laughs> trying to protect my shins. <laughs> From a 10-inch fish. Yeah, he was Ooey, full, full up, man, spiked up. It was like a hedgehog flying around in my, yeah. my kayak. <laughs> when I was fishing with my brother this year, one of my favorite, my favorite, as always, and this and next year we're changing this up, Chase. I'm going to come to you for the opener. But Chase always comes up for the opener to fish with me. And my brother and I were in the canoe, and, dude, this lake was dead. Chase can attest. I'm talking just like garbage fishing. But it was a good time. We got rained out, so it was like a rain delay. Chase gets there at like what eleven o'clock. We didn't get on the water until almost one. Yeah, one ish. It was it was like it wasn't a rain delay. It was like popping. I mean, it was legit. And so we tried to go get ice cream. We couldn't get ice cream, so we went to the gas station and just got a bunch of snacks. And then hung out in the truck waiting for the storm to pass through. And we're like, oh man, that's gonna have the fish fired up. We're gonna go out there, dude. We caught two. F- Did you catch anything at all, Chase? Yeah, I caught a fish. You caught a fish. I caught two in like a solid seven, eight hours of fishing all the way up into the sun rose and everything. But my favorite part in all of that is, you know, you get kind of amped, you know, you got Coca-Cola running through your veins and chips and sugar (laughs) and all this shit, you know, and, and, you know, at any point in time, this lake is known for really big bass and you're fishing topwater with a big hook. You want to set that hook and I'm in the back of the boat and my little brother is in the front and the moon's up high, and you're you're pulling it out. It's going, and something just horks it. I'm just goes, whoa, like that. And I've got a heavy action seven foot seven rod, and a speed demon reel. It's a nine three one ratio, whatever. I set the hook like it was a bass tournament winning freaking lunker, and that fish came out of the water and zipped past <laughs> the boat. <laughs> it was a fish like this big man. And I set the hook in my little brother. As it passes between the three of us, immediately goes, shing, 
it's, it's fast, you know. And it broke it up. Everything it was, it was hysterical. But I said the hook on three little fish like that, dude. And I felt so bad because you've seen the meme or the reel where like the fish grabs something and it just like jerks the guy up into the ceiling. Mm. It had to be feel like that when I said that hook, you know, a five aught gamagatsu extra wide gap hook and sixty pound braid. I mean, there was no give at all. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't baby bass. <laughs> yeah, minnow. So I had a lot of a few skiing, night, but I did yeah. have a lot of blow-ups that night. I, I don't know what the deal was because I got like fifteen different or fourteen different times yeah. I had something like strike at my bait, but a lot of it was just misses or short strikes. Like they weren't aggressively like trying to eat the frog or anything. It would just be like a pop, yeah, right at it as it went over. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a bunch of small fish. Honestly, because then big boys don't really play around too much. <laughs> they, they just they grab it and run. Chuck doesn't know anything yeah. about that, but one day he'll figure it out. Listen, I, I hooked into one good fish this year. Okay, yeah. one good fish. I was uh, I was running chatter bait, and I was running it just on the top of the hydrilla. It was probably only about a foot of water on top of the hydrilla, and I mean I'm cranking that thing in just to keep it up top. Uh-huh. And I thought it was just stuck up in the hydrilla. So I kind of gave it like a little pop, try to get it through just to force it through. I'm like, oh man, now it's really stuck. And then I saw a flash <laughs> of a fish. I was like, oh no, I have something here. And when I went to keep reeling and then I kind of did a little bit more of uh-huh. a, a back set and I, he turned, man, this thing had a mouth like I've, I have not seen on a fish in a very long time. He turned, swam straight to the top, and just did a little head shake, and out came my lure right at me. Yeah, man, I could have cried. I could have cried. <laughs> Crystal clear water. I mean, just a beautiful giant, giant fish. And I, I had to sit down in the kayak and recollect for the next three hours while I caught ten inch fish the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crappie that big, I'd be bummed too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the same place me and you went, Austin, where we both filled our our bags. (laughs) (laughs) Down south with gar hole people. Up north, they just take them to their crappie holes and for bass fish. (laughs) (laughs) Cast cast that tree over there. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. (laughs) The very last day, my wife is like, yeah, you should go fishing this morning. So I went to a pond. I'm still fighting for my final fifth fish. I just, I could not catch a break. And I'm sitting there and I, and I, I catch like a 13 and a quarter. I'm like, yeah, man, freak. Yeah. You know, I got my fifth fish, like awesome. And I was like, I still have like three hours to fish. And so I cast up in the, in the, in the weeds and it was almost like what you described and I'm pulling and it's coming through this. Like, it's not really hydrilla. I feel like it's like coontail or something else. It's, it's like hydrilla is real thick and like, like this number and this stuff had like little segments of it or whatever. And it always stayed like, two feet below the surface it never came up, up like all the way whatever so I'm, I'm pulling a trick worm through that just real weightless and letting it sink and twitch and everything and i, I feel like it hung up i'm like oh god what is this and all of a sudden it starts going the other way and i should have just relaxed and let the fish like inhale it and all he had was the back end of it and i set that hook just like i did the last one and the fish runs off sideways and that's always a bad sign because when it runs off sideways i feel like it, it 
it doesn't like have the hook. Like it hasn't had that pain because once the hook hits, it feels like it goes the opposite direction. The fish doesn't go sideways for me. It's so, like I set the hook and the fish starts running and I'm like, no, 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 this isn't happening. And the fish comes all the way to the side of the boat. It had to be like 33, 34 inches. And <laughs> it, it, just, it has this trick worm sick, sticking out the corner of his mouth. Oh, and he just gosh. gets up to the boat and he just goes, Ugh, and then swims back down to the hydrilla. Realistically, I don't know how big it was, but it would have been, it would have been the extra two inches I needed to have beat Chuck this year. And I'm just sitting in the boat yeah. and I, the, the breeze is blowing me into the grass. I'm just like, yeah, screw it. If the boat sinks, I don't really care. I'm just going to leave this thing here. I was so dejected. I was so pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I yelled man. a lot of words that I won't share on this podcast, but they were not good words. And I yelled them for about an hour straight. <laughs> you want to do the things we said when we miss large fish. I don't think anybody would even subscribe to our podcast. They'd be like, these people are degenerates to society and they have no place having influence. Like it's so bad. There's a video of Nick that he sent me and I'm not going to play it. I wish I had already had it played because I could just clip this out, but everybody's reaction would be hysterical. The dude is losing his mind on the phone with his mom. Did y'all see that video? No, you should send it to me. I'll play it on here. One second, please. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i mean it is absolutely hysterical i'm gonna have to edit this out but everybody can hear the reaction afterwards hang on Y'all yeah there, there's no way i, I would I record fishing. myself this was last year i was out there fishing and i my mom had called me for something and i had my phone in my life jacket and i'm sitting there talking to her and a hammer just nails my frog and i'm sitting here reeling this thing in just like in shock actually i think i missed it once it got off and i cast out again and it hit it again and i actually got it over into the boat and i was just like it was about an eight eight and a half pound bass or something like that <laughs> i thought it was like 12 pounds because it was so heavy but i ended up weighing <laughs> you the world record <laughs> <laughs> i had pulled it over through hydrilla so it, it felt a lot bigger bigger than what it was but once i finally got it up in there i'm just like ah, well still it was a nice fish but you know <laughs> Yeah. Well, when I get them in there, they feel so good, man. They really do. <laughs> when me and Chuck were fishing this year, I can't tell That's you. Like every time said. I set the hook, Chuck's like, "Is it a good one?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's a good one. It feels great." It was not good. It wasn't great. They were tiny. <laughs> Dude, how did you send that to me? Was it on Facebook? Oh god. Uh, might have been either Messenger or. Um uh instagram messenger it might have been instagram i think that's what it was i'll find it those 11 12 inch fish in hydrilla man they feel like they yeah. feel like big boys <laughs> i'll tell you what and some of them Actually, hit uh, so hard i don't get it yeah uh, they're aggressive oh, yeah. have you ever tried fish. to punch it have you ever tried to punch the hydrilla and catch them down underneath it no no i haven't I, I was messing with that this year and I caught a few of them that were in that 16, 17. I thought it was the hugest fish in the lake. But by the time you scoop up this like huge mound of hydrilla and then dig the fish out and you got this tiny little, I'm just like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing it. It's oh, yeah. too much. Yeah. <laughs> I broke a rod yeah. this year. How are you going to get a 10 pounder up through, you know, a whole bush of hydrilla? And like, I, it's like, yeah, I don't know. You're pulling out old Greg at that point, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I broke a heavy action rod on a two-pounder. Like, I threw a frog out, 
I mean, it instantly hits the frog. I set the hook. I'm thinking it's a giant and it's in lily pads, hydrilla. And literally mm-hmm. I'm just winching myself to the fish in the kayak. Cause it's 65 pound braid. I'm winching to it, winching to it, getting there. And I'm like, is this fish even still on? Am I stuck? And I'm pulling, pulling, and you got no leverage in the kayak anyways. And I'm right on top of it, pulling, pulling, pulling. Um, and once I, I was like, maybe I should try to stand up, but I'm like, I'm going to end up dumping myself. If I stand up yeah. in this thing, I take one last pull snap rod snaps. Oh, and I'm like, man. Oh no, I just snapped a rod. I was like, I probably don't even have this fish. But then I was like, ah, I was like, I was like, well, now I got some leverage cause I only got half of this rod. So it's basically a broomstick <laughs> just, and I'm just cranking on this thing. At one point I had put my hands down there. Like I'm, throwing hydrilla everywhere pads everywhere i'm like this has got to be the this is the tournament winner right here boys <laughs> there. finally get enough to get it up and i'm just, i look at it and i'm like and my frog like the hooks on it had spread out the twice the size like the hook is barely in this fish's mouth and i get it up and it's like it's a two pounder like maybe 14 inch fish and i'm like you gotta be kidding me i just toss the fish out throw the rod back i'm like I was like, I, I, was, I was like, I can't believe I did that, but I had no, I never saw the fish. So uh, all yeah. I had to go off was, is I'm like winching myself to this thing, thinking it's a freaking Mondo founder. <laughs> Those pads, right. man, like you, the moment he sets the hook, like he gets them on that pad. All he has to do is like go around behind that stem, like one time. And then oh, yeah. like, it's just, it's lost. And so like the moment you set that hook, you're just reeling like a madman. You got no leverage. Cause you're in a freaking kayak, man. Like you're, yeah. you're praying. He just sits on the surface. Yeah, if you don't get them out of there instantly, it's like a wrap. Like the ones I could get out of there instantly, I felt good about. But second they got in the water, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be bad. All right, Nathan, you got it, or uh, Chuck, uh, Austin, you got it. I do. Okay. Let me pull it up here. This is this looks like it's gonna be really funny. <laughs> Are you all ready? Oh yeah, we ready for this. <laughs> Share it that way. This might be louder than hell. Hang on, let me turn this down. Oh it my is God. really funny. Holy. Holy. <laughs> monster. Oh, I got him in the boat. I got him in the fucking boat. <laughs> Hold on. Y'all gotta watch it. It's a fucking monster. Video. The, the bass is like right next to him. Oh my God. Holy. Holy monster! I got him in the boat. I got him in the fucking boat. Dude, that is so funny. (laughs) For everybody who wishes they could hear that, I, I I don't know. I guess maybe I'll just mute it every time he cusses. There's a lot of vulgar language in there, but. <laughs> if anybody uh, wonders about Nick's commitment to uh, this tournament, let let the boy. record show he's an animal. <laughs> boy is a legend, dude. Yeah, uh, seriously. Good God, that was awesome. Walter Crankbait needs to go interview Nick whenever he's catching some of these toads, man. That's be he sure does. And that's the way he fishes. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay, guys. So the Vasela favorite moment from the tournament what was it with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ooh. I got, uh, I got verbally accosted by a group. I, I'm not going to call them a group. I'm going to call them a gaggle of beavers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's so, there's so many there. jokes there. <laughs> I, 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 I was they assaulted were, by they were real beavers all through college, guys. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. I'm gonna have to put a not safe for work. Uh, load. <laughs> Yes. it's okay it's okay uh, crying man that's hysterical uh, all right so so how did you defend yourself from the non-venomous snakes and gaggles of beavers yeah it was uh it was it was upsetting man they were they were coming after me once one slapped and then the other one slapped and then another one slapped and they were beavers everywhere boy <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man i was fishing ever, in the wrong spot man obviously i'm I was telling you man. in the right spot have you ever been around a gaggle of aggressive beavers i'm just curious uh well what context are we talking about here? <laughs> you know what i mean i've walked into the wrong bar once or twice yeah there was no slapping going on though <laughs> oh my god oh boy Never mind. okay <laughs> next person i mean favorite moments favorite moment i mean it was interesting it got let me just put it this way it got really sketchy really quick because they were super duper aggressive and i was really excited to fish the spot and i couldn't fish it because of how aggressive they were so i boogied make it stop someone make it stop (laughs) what does an aggressive beaver look like well first of all first of all they were shaved (laughs) <laughs> one had a landing strip <laughs> oh man uh, gosh All right, well screen just canceled their sponsorship <laughs> yeah yeah they just saved a ton of money tonight did they like show you their oh, teeth boy. like where they like, <laughs> like what's, what's, what's... <laughs> they were they were coming at me man and they were slapping and every time they slapped all the bait fish and stuff went so i was like this is a problem and then <laughs> once the one did then another one came out it ended up being three of them and they were like i felt like they were like ganging up on me they were circling me and slapping all over the place and i was like this is like seriously a problem right now <laughs> i'm serious go on the internet do google search of our beavers dangerous to kayakers no, do not google that if you're do right now. I, i'm dead serious a guy got killed by a beaver because the beaver boarded his kayak and bit his femoral artery oh, I, I do remember that i Seriously. do remember that they are aggressive but wow, i mean right. come on you didn't slap back at him or anything you know oh i had a paddle you just take that bending branches paddle and just smack the water with it a couple of times yeah. assert your dominance yeah. on the beaver yeah, Ooh. yeah. 
Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It was wild. Okay. So Nickelodeon's own Angry Beavers is your uh, highlight of the whole, Favorite moment. whole month, huh? <laughs> was. Twas. <laughs> well, you know, I'll go next to get off the subject. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I had a favorite. I had a favorite day, even though it was the day I missed the fish. I caught probably 25 fish that day and didn't upgrade one. And that's pretty sad when my smallest fish was 12 and a quarter inches. But what made that day cool was I saw a little baby turtle. I saw that snake. And there was a carp that was so when we fished that pond, Austin, the last time we were in there, broke part of the beaver's dam that was blocking <laughs> the two ponds and unleashed this little waterfall. <laughs> this is getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> so this carp was trying to go up the waterfall into the other pond and he just kept jumping up anymore. on the waterfall <laughs> wait <laughs> that day was great i'm telling you everything was great we caught a ton of fish <laughs> so, the, so the assault beavers were really just being retaliatory for the fact that austin busted their dam up is that what you're telling me i did man oh is that what you're talking about i had to go let my dog upstairs <laughs> Yeah, oh, I broke their you, damn bad, dude. It was real bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the snake was. That's where the carp was. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, you guys you are worried about like huge gators and everything else down in Florida, but what you should really be worried about are beavers and like, you know, aggressive non venomous snake. snakes and whatnot. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that I was don't even know what Chuck day. was talking about. I just realized that <laughs> Austin paints these beavers terrible. out as, as assault beavers. In reality, they're just pissed off that Austin busted <laughs> up their home. <laughs> Did we lose Nick? Yeah, I was saying we, something we, about his audio was, was messed up. Oh, we can hear there, him. Yeah. Can you hear you? Yeah. Can you hear us, Nick? Gosh, thank. How's you that? Yeah, somebody tried to call me, and it. Screwed the audio all up. That's Sorry. all good, man. You're good. My bad. All right. So uh we've we're 30 minutes into this podcast, 40 minutes into this podcast, we've gotten through uh Austin characterizing these attack beavers as hostile for no reason. Chuck shedding light <laughs> on the fact that they were just upset because Austin tore them up the day before. And so <laughs> Nick, what what's your favorite what was what's your favorite moment from the <laughs> This isn't my favorite moment. I didn't have to deal with any angry beavers, but I'll tell you what, the gators are pretty aggressive around here. So I, this is a story. This has happened this year. Literally, um, I'm sitting here. This was this was the last day of the uh, of the tournament. I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm trying to focus, get serious. Fish aren't biting. I start punching. I get in a corner. I get in some cattails. I get around a corner. I'm in a tight little area, and I'm just focused on – dipping, punching, flipping, going along the edge, and I'm not even paying attention. I sit here, and I start – you get that – you ever get the feeling like somebody's watching you? And for some reason, I turn around, there's a little baby gator sitting there about two foot from the kayak, just floating there looking at me, like I'm about to – you know, waiting for me to give it something. I'm just like, that's a little weird, whatever. And I raise my paddle to get it to run off, and it starts you – know, you know, you know. I was in a gator nest and had no idea. Next thing I know, the cattails start shaking. Out comes like a, oh, about 11, 11, 12 foot gator. <laughs> and I'm sitting here in the corner. I ain't got nowhere to go. I'm... <laughs> oh, man. That was interesting. No bueno. 
when it comes to the favorite moment, it had to be uh, probably whenever I drug Chase about what, what was it about a mile and a half back there. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to take him to a good spot. He's just like, man, you know, if I'd have known it was this far, I, I just don't think I'd. Have, I don't think I'd have came. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a good time, man. That was probably one of the best moments of this this year was was going out there fishing and catching some fish and enjoying some time out there. That's that's probably. Probably my best moment this year. I take that. That was a good, a good moment, man. <laughs> it's always was... a good time when you're not out there being chased by gators by yourself mm. or angry beavers. <laughs> angry beavers, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On that travel route, I was literally, I was probably complaining the entire time. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, I had this little weenie cart that I bought, and it's like, oh yeah, you're gonna need a cart, and I'm like, ah well, whatever. We probably ain't going very far. We get the heading in, and I'm thinking, all right, the water's going to be right here. No. We keep going for a while. I'm like, all right, the water's got to be just around this bend right here. And, I was like, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're about halfway. And I'm like, geez, dude, halfway. What the <laughs> heck? And then we get to this one spot. It's like, yeah, well, the last 100 yards, you're, like, going through all this nasty brush and everything else. And then I'm like, and then once we got there, I was like, crap, we got to get back from uh, this spot. <laughs> of course, I broke a rod going through it because at that point, I'm just frustrated. So I'm just just manhandling the kayak through there, break one of my rods. Uh, but it was a good fishing. It was a good fishing hole. We caught uh, quite a few fish in there. I, we, we didn't catch. So we fished the entire day together, and neither one of us, I think, caught a fish that helped us for the tournament. I think um, we both lost a good one. <laughs> oh yeah i definitely lost a good one uh at the, the first place we went to um mm. but yeah it was still good i mean we still caught plenty of fish that day it was, it was still a good oh, time yeah. um sure. and we pretty much we fished the entire day uh other than a little break in a burger king drive through that took about 45 <laughs> minutes to get through because they weren't <laughs> open on the inside but yeah that was a good day yeah for sure i, I think i think my favorite part of this is is it, it's almost like a consolation prize for losing this year. And that, and that is, you know, there, there's, there's rivalries that both sides are anxious, you know, um, Penn state, Michigan, right. Could go any, any direction, any, any year it's there's angst, you know, but then there are, there are these rivalries where one side is so severely disadvantaged that when they win it feels like a win and it's hugely celebrated but they don't have the confidence that the next year that they can actually hold on to that and my favorite part of this tournament was catching fish the morning before uh, you know the morning of the last day of the tournament and chuck losing his mind starting saturday night all the way through the end of sunday because he's he's like you gotta report your fish from last night you gotta report it within 24 hours and, and chuck is te is texting austin like i swear to god if you're sabotaging me man don't don't do this to me and he's like he's like if you're in on it man you know and i'm like i'm, I'm telling nick and austin I'm like hey i've got two fish in the queue but they don't have to be registered until tonight and they're like what i was like yeah i caught them this morning and they're like wow so like the whole day you know and then that evening i hop in the car I get like a hall pass for like two hours that evening. I hop in the car and I, and I record a polo with me, like cranking on the, the, the jack, you know, going down. And at one point Chuck just, he's like, I give up. I'm done. I'm going to bed. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if me, it's over. And it's just like, you know, here it is, man. Look, 
Florida knows every year they're getting curb stomped. They still come ready talking some crap, but they know that they don't stand a chance (laughs) and they they just submit by the end of the first half, you know, and that was just kind of half your listeners. (laughs) (laughs) They don't matter anyways, if that's the case. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But it was just, it was great. That, that last 24 hours was amazing. So. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree. I went anxious. My favorite part of the tournament i went out the last night and i was trying yeah. to get my buddy josh he was fishing in the tournament he was sitting in i think he was sitting in second or third in the kayak division but he had had a personal goal this year he's like i want to break 100 inches or i want to hit a 100 inch mark and he was at 98 and 0.75 or something and and we had been out night fishing before and he was like hey man you want to go you want to go give it one more run uh night fishing and i knew that uh Nick would be out fishing all day long because I know how competitive uh, Nick is. And I'm like, well, I was like, he might, he might catch two bangers. And if I sit here thinking that I've got this tournament one, I'm, I'll probably end up looking at the thing at midnight and Nick will be ahead of me by like half an inch or something like that. Cause he caught two 24 inches or something crazy on the last day. Uh, Cause the potentials, potentials there uh, where he's at. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll go. I was like, I want to, and I wanted to see him get a hundred or hopefully see him get to a hundred inches. And honestly, before that, I had never really caught a big fish night fishing, like all the trips I had taken, uh, running that frog, like you're talking seven, 800, like a thousand casts in a night. Cause all you're doing is casting a frog and ripping it back to you as fast as you can all night long. And I knew we had till midnight. We got out there a little bit early. The wind was whipping. It was like one of those ones where you're paddling, but it feels like you're going like half a mile an hour. You're getting like a back workout going out there. And uh, it died down around like right as the, the sun went down. And I caught probably four or five fish, but they were all 17, 18 inch um, bass. But I knew they were, but they were hitting the frog. Good. Like I wasn't having any misses. Like they were all swallowing it. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to tell, josh i'm like hey man i was like let's go down this canal right here i was like neither one of us has fished this portion of uh the lake this year uh i was like we and there was a good canal where we both could just kind of ride and both run the frogs on each side and uh i'd never i'd only fished that side once and i don't even think i'd caught a fish like years prior or something and we like we get right to the end of it and i'm like and i think he had had like a blow up or something but didn't catch the fish and uh, I was like, oh man. So we get right at the end. And then I just happened to cast like dead out in the center, right in the middle, right where it opens up, start running the frog. And I mean, it was a, just a massive blow up on the frog and I get that thing hooked and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, this is a big fish. Like I've, I've finally got a big fish on, it was pulling drag and I'm like, all right, just get it in the, the kayak and let's see what happens and uh get it to the kayak get it in and i'm looking at i'm like okay this is this is going to help me this is going to add some uh uh, inches (laughs) to the uh to the board so get it on the board it's uh it was a 24 and a quarter inch uh bass and i'm doing the math in my head because i knew what nick's number was last year like uh, i was like i knew he had the tournament record number wise and everything and i'm like all right let's let me do the math in my head here and i did the math in my head and i was like crap we're freaking tied. Like we now are tied for the tournament record. I was like, I needed a quarter of an inch more. I needed 24 and a half. And that was like at 1030 that night or whatever. I was excited about catching the fish. But then when I had realized where I was at, at that moment in time, it was like, okay, 
I need, I got to keep fishing. Now I've got to break this record. And unfortunately I caught more <laughs> fish, but I was like, I was like, I'm going to have to catch another or, or whatever, a 20, cause 22, I think was my smallest or something at that time. I'm like, I have to catch a 22 and a quarter or something here at the end to, to get to 116 because no one's hit 116 yet and ended up whatever. That was the, that was the, uh, the token fish. That was the biggest fish. It was funny because it was the biggest fish I'd ever caught out there that night. And the first fish of the night was the smallest fish I'd ever caught out there by far. Like this little eight inch bat, like that was the start. Like I caught an eight inch fish, like right out the beginning on a worm where I was getting like, literally you'd stop paddling and then you're getting blown back like three or four miles an hour as, as you, as you cast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it, it was, it was a fun night. Um, Josh caught a bunch of fish, but he never could get that. I think he was looking for like a 21 inch fish or something to, uh, get him to, uh, that hundred inch mark, but, uh, we had a good time. It was good being out there with him. And, uh, and I had somebody to take a picture w- of the fish. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> but, yeah. That was probably my, my favorite moment of the challenge other than, and like I said, I always enjoy getting to fish with everybody. I got to fish with him a bunch of times. I got to fish with Walter, I got to fish with Nick. I wish we could get together every time because I mean, it's just, it's just so much fun being out there uh, mm-hmm. with your buddies on the water um bouncing ideas off of each other because i mean i like when me and josh are fishing or whatever i'm just he's like hey what are you throwing i'm like i'm throwing this i mean i'm it's not like Mm -hmm. i'm like trying to be secretive or anything like that i mean i want to see the guy succeed and catch fish i mean that's what they're out there for and at one point like we had both caught like these fish and before the tournament like i'd never caught anything over uh like 22 and a half inches and then we were both like all right one of us has got to catch a 23 incher one of us is I don't, we don't care who it is we just want to know that 23 <laughs> inches exist out here and then i caught like a 23 and three quarters like okay we know there's a 23 and three quarter all right, one of us has to catch a 24 like one of us has to catch a 24 <laughs> just to know that they're out here and uh, finally at the very end i ended up so we're like all right we know that's out here so next year hopefully mm. that fish is 25 inches but mm-hmm. i doubt i'll catch it <laughs> but you know the potential's there yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah well you know guys we changed up a, a lot this year as we went and we had some we had a lot of good feedback we had some negative feedback and as we're going to do in the group we're going to talk about a lot of things over the course of the next year and then we're going to roll out almost none of it a week before the tournament starts and so <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I joke when i say that we have a lot of big plans and then other seasons get in the way and and things happen i i do say i do feel like every year we do a better job of hosting this you know chase took point on the shirts so if you get a shirt he handled the design he handled the order he handled all the shipping he and his wife uh austin and and nick were able to be judges this year and that that meant that you know judging all the fish didn't fall to me and so um you know we're going to continue to find ways this year we had three divisions so that you guys could compete based on the way you told us you wanted to compete and i think it panned out awesome I think it was an absolute blast. I think uh, I know that financially, I can't tell you what the exact number is going to be right now because we have to pay to ship shirts. And so I, I don't know what that final number is going to be. I know that last year we raised right at $500. Um, and I think tentatively we're looking at about eight to $900. We're going to be able to donate to takemefishing.org, which is absolutely nuts. Um, and uh, basically first prize for both division is going to win a gift card and then the lunkers can also win a, a gift card as well um i have to run how many people entered for each division come up with a payout for all of that um but i mean guys the goal here 
was, oh, and we've got a scree bundle that's going to go out. We have 25 Spartan Forge memberships that are going to go out. Uh, we've got um, tailored lures sent us a boatload of their custom frog lures. And let me tell you all something. So for all of y'all um, who judged and materially participated this year, <clears throat> we know who didn't. Um, I ordered <laughs> a couple of their frogs. And so I'm going to be sending those out to you guys to say thanks for everything that y'all did. And uh, I, I was fishing with mine the other day. And the thing is, the profile is small and the, the, the legs look like they're twice as long as the body, but they're not. They're like, if you fold them over, they're like flush. But that little joker zings through the air because its body is like so dense and small. You can cast that thing way further than you actually wanted to. In fact, I started casting lighter because I didn't want the, 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 the frog to be up in the pads like 60 yards out you know like i don't want to have to bring them through all of that um and then sticker mash sent us a bunch of stickers so everybody's going to be getting stickers in the mail via postcard be on the lookout for that uh we're going to be giving away uh, uh frogs to the winners we're going to be giving away and they're really nice topwater frogs they're saltwater grade hooks they're like really freaking sharp they're awesome um and uh we, we've got gift cards coming out to everybody and i mean this was this is an absolute blast. I look forward to this every stinking year. This is my favorite part of the summer. I hate the summer. I sweat all the time, but you guys in this tournament makes it like when I'm out there on that boat and I'm just drenched in sweat, I'm just like F Chuck, F Chuck, F Chuck. Let's go. And I just think the whole time I'm driven by like Red Bull and a seething passion to just put Chuck back where he belongs. And that's what's that's the fun part about this is because like otherwise fishing for me is just kind of boring. It's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go. You know, you, you talk a little bit of smack, you lose your wife's kayak in the tournament uh, on a bet, <laughs> and suddenly everything feels way bigger than what it was supposed to be. So <sighs> any any closing thoughts? I'm just um, excited that we just keep going on with this thing, man. Like for the sure. first year that it happened, I was like super stoked that it was happening. And then I was like, yeah, we have talks about doing the next year. And then the next year came and it came around. And then the third year. And now the fourth year, and I'm, I can't wait for the fifth year. I hope it's our best and biggest tournament or challenge or whatever we want to call yeah. it yet. But um, I'm really excited for it. And I think it's a really cool thing that we got going on here. And it doesn't feel stale and boring. Like no, that right. was Every my year. fear. My fear was like, this would be like, oh, here we go again. I guess it's time to host the event. No, like this is just, this is part of our brands. This is a part of what we do every year. And our listener base is looking forward to it every stinking year, you know? So um, that's awesome. I'm, I'm really, it's like I said, I look forward to it. Like I do Thanksgiving and Christmas and the rut and turkey season. Well, maybe not like turkey season, but you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's part of my calendar, you know? Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, we got to see some new stuff this year. Yeah. I mean, we had the boating division uh, that was in there. Uh, we also like the the biggest fish that I think has ever been caught was caught. Like there were two of them caught. There one, of them, one of them would have broke the record twice if he yeah. just done like because of a deduction, he would have set the bar even higher. That was a huge fish. Yeah, there there were several there that were uh, that were big. Like I said, we had three over twenty or twenty five inches yeah. or better uh this year and uh that's never happened so it's cool to see that and there were some good bags i mean honestly there was there was some really good bags um mm -hmm. boaters kind of brought it i mean they were a lot of them were sitting at that 110 inch mark shiners uh around there yeah the marion <laughs> county boys fishing with them shiners um but i mean but at the end the the, the kayakers prevailed <laughs> yeah yeah uh, the kayakers can we, prevailed can we try and find a way 
to work attack beavers in the next year's shirt? Can we like pull from every year a theme? Mm. Bro, I got hey, we you. Can, we can do Don't it. you worry. You get me the so image Mohawk. and I can make it happen. <laughs> I got <laughs> ideas. I'll make I've you got one. Ideas. I got you. <laughs> I've I've got ideas. Also, we need to put I our don't heads know together. If I want to see the image, but uh, I was just going to say, I for for a shirt, but just <laughs> give me the image and I can make it happen. <laughs> oh, I can give you an image. <laughs> I already just got like, one in my head. <laughs> hydrilla, like really thick hydrilla. And there's like these like doped up, pissed off, like like red eyed beavers just hiding down there. And there's a kayaker up there, and it's. Like, I'm thinking about a red eyed beaver <laughs> dancing on a hydrilla like a pole. It's gonna be magical. <laughs> With the big mohawk. <laughs> it's a landing strip nick come on get it right yeah. <laughs> are these old beavers <laughs> these are your dollar 298 beavers the dollar 298 classy oh man oh no, it, it was another really really good tournament i i honestly really like the new app and the way it laid out that i yeah. could follow it you know, especially in those first like 14, 15 days when I'm out there sitting up against a tree, turkey hunting, I'm watching that app like nonstop. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the extra judges this year to continue to keep those fish up and fresh and, you know, updating quickly. Uh, it, it went really well also with like the Marco Polos and with the, the chasing tails, Marco Polos. There was a lot of guys from that that were talking smack and going back and forth. You know, some of that stuff all plays into the experience of it all, the entire challenge and, and the entire month long. It doesn't feel like it, it's really beating you up. And, and again, I, I don't fish the full month, but um, it doesn't feel like it's beating you up. You're having a lot of fun. It, it's going to be year five next year, and I'm looking forward to it already. Uh, the new canoe this year made a huge difference for me. That was just absolutely life altering and um you know beating walt that's always a plus i mean it's it's two two buddy it's two two next year that's that first rubber match so <laughs> but you you're better bring people it to bet, bet on you like you're not alabama like no one <laughs> no one's taking you your odds man it's, i'm not worried about it i'm gonna put my, my son in the front of the boat next year he'll be old enough he'll be what almost he'll be two? Oh yeah, dude, he's getting stuck in the cooler. I'm gonna just like ratchet strap bungee he's cord into the cooler. Stuck in the cooler, <laughs> and like we're just fishing, man. I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a bimini top on the back of that kayak. And I'm gonna just be up front fishing the whole time, man. That's he's going. Oh, yeah. Better add him to the I'm, list. <laughs> I'm just gonna go fish with Chase next year. It seems hell like you, you are. Know. Hell you he's are. Got all these, you're gonna be he's got all, you're these gonna burn other all your money to fish turkey season. You're gonna be like, oh, hey, dude, I want I want everybody to come. Down. I mean, yeah. I want everybody to come. If we could all get together and fish, Lake like at least one Seminole. Yeah. No, I don't like Lake let's Seminole. meet on the ship. Why don't you dude? like Lake Seminole? I can let's catch on way ship. more bass where I'm at. It's half like, and half, halfway. I mean, what? The Shick, dude. What, what is the Shick? Lake Shikamagua or whatever. Chick? They call Chick. it Chick, the, the hoity toities of the kayak community. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm Chick. just saying. <laughs> He gets by attacked lake. by beavers one time in his life and suddenly he's trying one. to talk like a cool guy. World class fishing, dude. I'm telling you. Tournaments, though. But I mean, it's still yeah. be fun. I don't know the. Listen, uh, how far is it? Like eight hours? It. It's probably, yeah, seven, eight hours. 
what when would be a good time frame to do that though because like you said chase i mean if it's getting hammered by tournaments um yeah, i mean i, I mean, really it, don't it's, know. it's 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 hammered by the time we do our events yeah it's that's it's what like, I'm thinking. Here's, here's the boaters. other problem you guys got to think about chick is also a that's deep water lake and so you, yeah. by the time we're doing this, it's starting to get warm, and, the, and you need to have right. uh, you need to have some kind of fish finder. You're going to have to be able to be really. Uh, I'm not saying you can't go to the big uh, grass flats that are there and catch fish. You totally can, but like you're fishing a far more complex like ecosystem at that point in time. Well, let me ask you a question: Are you scared, bro? No. <laughs> Listen, you I'm a, I'm a scared. scared. I'm a, you want to like? I'm a farm pond because... fisherman. Come on, man. You know I, I don't <laughs> fish anything that's bigger in. than you an acre. Country right. come to town down there. Ah. Let's be honest, <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be if right. I can't see all four sides, I'm getting a little. If we're nervous. serious about this, I'm gonna make like a family vacation out of this shit. Like I'm serious. <laughs> like, I'll go fish chick, man. Because you know what the other thing about chick is? It's like a solid. 500 miles north of us which means it's probably going to be cooler that time of year it's like a higher elevation deal i think chickamauga is actually like kind of higher elevation is that tennessee or alabama tennessee man i thought that's that green stained water dude chase i'm just saying it's a good halfway mark we'll put your kayak in the in the in the gnu and just strap (laughs) it down dude (laughs) make it happen how far is it how far is there don't worry I think it's a good halfway mark pretty much between us. So I'm just saying it's in Tennessee. I wonder if we could crash with Adam Cruz. Maybe. Oh, it's over by Cleveland. It's not by Cleveland. What do you Cleveland? It's Chattanooga, Cleveland, Tennessee. Come on guys. Cleveland, Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> Listen, there's one Cleveland. Okay. And we're very clear of where it is. <laughs> Cleveland sucks. Cleveland it's like, sucks. Come on, guys. It's like Gary, Indiana, dude. Okay. Like there's one Gary, Indiana. Chase, it's dude, like, it's only six you're hours not in from Idaho. House. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to Gary. No. Oh, man. We may have to do this. We may have to do this. I'd, I'd, it's gonna require that, it's gonna require Chuck giving up his biggest excuse, which is that I had to shirk you during the first two weeks. <laughs> well, what time? Yeah, what's the time frame? It, open a weekend. Listen, that boy will have open a baitcaster in one hand and a shotgun in the other. He'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah, I just I just buy a Tennessee tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just be floating down fishing as I float and call. Yeah, jump yeah. out, grab the shotgun, and go. I'm, you know what? You might be onto something there. Hey, hey, Tennessee just rolled you, their season back two weeks, which means it goes into May. Yeah. Do we need to take like a week and do a turkey and bass fishing trip? Oh, my yeah. good, good. We daily. do. Yeah, we do. But, you know, if we do that, we have to buy annual licenses and come back for deer. Hmm. Oh, no. How terrible. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of deer. <laughs> all right, all right. We we have to like commit to trying to figure this out in advance. Otherwise, this will fall right under all the other plans that we've ever made. And I think at this point we should just wrap this podcast up because no one's effing listening at this point. So <laughs> oh, no. guys, here's the deal. If you're still listening, thank you very much. You must be a diehard if you got this far. But I just want to say this: if you got feedback for us, if you want to see something change, let us know. We're not completely resistant to it. It took us three years to roll the boat division out. 
uh, but it was a wild success. Um, we're, we're changing things up. If you want something changed in the rules, let us know. If you want to change the format up, let us know. But I'm going to tell you this right now. The biggest thing that could improve this event is if you guys brush shoulders with people who could sponsor this tournament so that we don't have to spend money for prizes. All of that money goes back into the idea of being able to give it to TakeMeFishing.org. So if you like this event and you know a guy that works at Penn or you know a guy that works at New Canoe or you know a guy, if you know a guy, just put a bug in there and be like, hey, dude. I know this really cool charity event. They donated almost a thousand dollars to charity next year. Send them our way so we can start building those relationships. And we'd love to, to send them a media kit. I've got one drafted up. I can send that off and, and get that to them. Uh, we'd love to show them the benefit of what we're doing. We don't make any money off this thing. We never have. We probably never will. The idea is just too strong uh, uh, of giving back to, to charity. So do us a favor. Go check out Whitetail Distraction. Go check out Heart of Florida. Make sure you sub and leave a review for Chasing Tales Outdoors. But most importantly, no matter what you do, get outside and enjoy the great outdoors.